Welkom bij de Remember the Light podcast. Mijn naam is Sherelle en in deze podcast duik ik in de verhalen van healers, starseeds, medicijnvrouwen en andere lichtwerkers die hun inner medicine inzetten voor deze aarde. Wil je deze aflevering met beeld bekijken? Dat kan op mijn IGTV via sharelle.light op Instagram en Sherelle schrijf je met ch. Heb je na het luisteren van deze aflevering zoiets van... hé, hey, ik wil mijn inner medicine ook ontdekken... met de wereld delen en er mijn inkomen mee verdienen? Dan is mijn medicine mentorship misschien iets voor je. Op mijn website www.rememberthelight.com... kun je een gratis lightworking session met mij boeken. En dan kijken we samen even of het medicine mentorship bij jou past of niet. Dat is rememberthelight.com Ja, oké. Okay. Hi Melissa, so good to be talking to you. Hi. So good to be talking to you, Sherelle. Thanks for having me. Yeah, awesome. So you are in California right now, right? Yes, I'm in California exploring um, the Southern California beaches. And this is my where I grew up. My husband and I grew up out here. And we came out here safely with our daughters um, to explore this option, this idea, excuse me, of potentially moving back from Austin to Southern California. So that is why I'm here and not in my, I, normally I would love to be in like my awesome backyard so you could see all my, my trees around me. Yeah. Um, so we'll just have to, to roll with the hotel room. Yeah, yeah, and you were just telling me that actually you decided to stay in Austin and get rooted even deeper there, which I think is amazing because rooting is one of your main topics. But first, let let I want you to sorry, I want you to tell us who you are and what you do and how you got into doing that. Awesome. Okay, so I'm Melissa. Um, I am a field guide. That's kind of what I like to call myself. Oh. I'm an, I'm a field a field guide for women who are really working on discovering their own healing path. So my background is in fashion, throw in some elementary school teaching, throw in becoming a yoga teacher, and then boom, I got sick and Mm. um, had this own process of healing myself that then led me to this work. And so I don't kind of follow the traditional, like, I'm a coach. Mm-hmm. Um, that is definitely, I have all the certifications. I've gone through many processes. I can tell you how to, you know, eat whole foods. I'm a, I've also considered like a health coach, but truly what I do is I feel like I'm a field guide. And I use that term because I have probably been a, maybe a few steps before most of my clients. Yeah. Like I've gone out in the field. I have gone through pretty much every experimentation that you could possibly do, mostly holistically, to physically heal the body and then also um, work with mental health issues, mostly anxiety. So when I work with clients, it's really about discovering where their authentic self is and the rooting process is different for each of my clients, but I do Mm -hmm. have a methodology and what I use. And if people are looking for, because, you know, our conscious mind wants something to land on. If you really want it, it's, it's definitely looks a little bit like intuitive coaching. It looks like breath work, body movement, because I always bring in yoga. It, 
I bring in nature and then creativity um, and then always trying to have a little bit of a sense of humor. Those are kind of like what I view as like shortcuts to healing. Yeah. And if you don't like that term, like one of my teachers says, okay, if you don't like the idea of like a shortcut to healing, it's like, okay, this is like a pathway. So as a field guide, like I'm lighting this pathway for my clients and who I work with, my students, um, to say, I've gone before you, I've foraged this forest, mm -hmm. and these are the things that I have discovered on my trail, but you can question everything. And that is the beauty of, I think, how I work is that mm -hmm. I truly believe in a sovereign being and that my clients get to question everything I throw at them and they get to create their own path and they can say, okay, I love um, breath work or I love creative expression and getting um, out in nature. But some of the other stuff, they might be like, yeah, that doesn't work for me and that's yeah. okay. So that that's basically what I do. I, I, I still need to come up with that elevator pitch, Sherelle, like the I do X, Y, Z. This was just beautifully put. And I really like this idea of being the field guide because, you know, you're just sharing, mm -hmm. well, hey, this is what worked for me on my healing process, on my healing journey. This is what I like doing. This is what really like propelled me forward. But it doesn't have to do the same for you and just take the pits that resonate and actually forge your own path. But I'm here on this little bit of your path to guide you on this this part of the path, maybe we walk together for a long while, maybe just for a bit and just do some breathwork sessions together and then you move on again. Mm -hmm. I really like that idea because I, I know for myself, like I took all the trainings and all the, all the courses and like looking for this, this one thing, this, this holy mm -hmm. grail that would solve all the issues. But in the end, what I found is that it all just helps you a little bit farther and then you you come across mm -hmm. something else and it helps you a little bit farther again but it's not this this just one thing like just doing acupuncture or just doing breath work or, or only doing like nlp inspiration sessions mm -hmm. it's just a combination of it all and it's, it's so unique to each person what works best it truly is and i mean i basically what i've done is i've created my own process and it does evolve you know with each client like i said it's a it's it's individualized um yeah. except when i'm working in a group like i just ran a group course and that was definitely a little templated but i always go with my intuition like i my intuition is my guide um but i will say i agree and i love that you said the same thing for yourself and i had that mentality and that is yeah. something i really upfront with anyone who feels called to work with me, anyone who even just comes and like wants to listen to one of my sound healing sessions or do breath work and like that's it is I make it very clear like I'm not a guru. I am not here to fix you. I'm here to support you. You're nice. the healer. Yeah. One hundred percent. It is, is so not about it is not about me. And I I feel like for me and in the coaching industry, I'm just seeing I I felt this like missing piece of consciousness, mm -hmm. this missing piece of like I, I just always felt like I uh, pulled in by, well, you need this and this is gonna yeah. transform you and you just need to work on your this mindset or you need it and I, I bought into it. Yeah. I really yeah. did and the beauty is, is I, I'm very grateful for it because now I have this clarity, a vision of like, we get to pivot and like working with clients right now, I have a client who 
let's say, you know, um, just thought she was ready to do my process with me and do it in a, a shorter period of time. And then as we've gone through, we're halfway through and she's like, she doesn't have the terminology to understand that it's her nervous system and that I can see that it's her trauma really mm -hmm. kind of catching mm -hmm. up with her. Um, and it's, it's, it's deep work, right? Yeah, so yeah. you, you need to have someone who can hold space for that and not throw in someone's face. Well, are you just unclear about your mindset about this or, mm -hmm. you know, pushing? Whereas what I do is I can read that energy and I can understand, let's pivot. Yeah. Let's, let's change things for you. Your nervous system is definitely not ready to keep going. You have all these things. Plus we're in this evolving universe right mm -hmm, now. Mm -hmm. Um, and so my point being is that I, I personally, and it's the mother energy in me, I definitely, you know, being an actual mother, but it is like the divine feminine in me that yeah. I create a container that's very nourishing and I'm very aware of the nervous system, not only because of training, but my personal experience, yeah. my personal experience with trauma and the body, understanding how the body can respond. And so when you're working with clients, I feel like in the industry that you and I both have evolved from, um, there's a lot of people that just aren't informed and there's just so much... Um, negligence around that. Yeah. And so I'm trying to break that mold and use some new terminology and just really be this deeply nourishing support system for other humans on a pathway to healing and ultimately a spiritual pathway. Right, right. Because a healing journey is a spiritual journey. It's it it comes it is. Like, yeah. It truly is. So and what what was the thing that had you realize well there's not this one thing and I am allowed to pivot. What, what was that? When was, did you have that realization? Mm. In my own healing journey or in, your, in yeah. like... In your own healing journey. I, I feel like I was on that search. Like you said, that holy grail. That's mm -hmm. such a perfect way to describe it because that was exactly me. Um, I think it was when, if I really got clear... I had multiple physical conditions. So mine started with um, arthritis in the spine, then it went to gut, then it went to um, pelvic floor. And yeah. when it got to the third condition, I was like, okay, I thought I had already worked on these things and you know, done all the food stuff and eliminated <sighs> diets and I had become an energy healer. So I'm a, um, what's called channeled light healer. It's very mm -hmm. similar to Reiki. Yeah. Um, I had, I had done hypnosis. I had, um, oh gosh, I've had, you know, psychics read me. I've, um, I've like done, and I realized like I got to this point where I broke down and realized like there is not one mm -hmm. person who is going to have an answer for all of it. Well, yeah. actually there is, it's me. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I had to basically let go. It, I, and I think because with pelvic floor, like that could be a totally other side conversation, but pelvic floor dysfunction, which I had these symptoms, I call them symptoms mm -hmm. because it's not the essence in me. It's just a symptom that my body's right. having and experiencing. Um, I was really experimenting with this about three years ago and it was the most intense after having over 
20 years of digestive pain, this was a whole other level of pain, mm. Cheryl. So like for me, the pain woke me up. Like it was nice. a whole other level. Like I could skirt around having digestive issues. I had just become accustomed to it. I could even handle having, you know, structural issues with my spine. Like I had gotten used to those pains. <laughs> this pain was so intense that it literally was a wake up to this pattern I had of this seeking someone to save me. Yeah. 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 And I was like, there isn't one thing. And it's me. Like I have yeah. to figure out why my body is creating these pain patterns. Right. Right. And what is my body communicating with me? I had never had someone even offer those questions to me. It was always, even in holistic healing, it would be like, take these supplements or try this diet. It was never someone sitting down with me and being like, okay, let's talk about why your mm -hmm. body had mm -hmm. these issues. It would always like band-aids, even in acupuncture, it would yeah. be information that I couldn't understand about meridians and, and, you know, the organ system that I had no clarity on, or like you have anger, your liver is acting up, but like, what right. does that yeah. mean? Like, yeah. help me. Yeah. What to do about it? Yeah. What, what do yeah. I do? You know, yeah. like, I, <laughs> so that is where it hit me when you, I had this intense physical pain that was just nonstop that wouldn't go away. And I think I probably had read so many books at that point too. Mm -hmm. I was at that point already in, into, you know, on a spiritual path and meditating on all these things. But I do think that that pain was the, the last wake up I needed to start asking myself questions instead of going to someone else and saying, can you fix me? Can you tell me why this is happening? I started coming in here. Mm. And it, it was a process, you know, it's like, this is what I tell anyone who's just curious about what I do or anyone who's just a friend, you know, that wants to know, like, how did you heal yourself? And healing yeah. is a spiral, you know, I'm mm -hmm. still healing. I'm here. Yeah. I'm, in a, I'm in an earth suit. Like this isn't going away. Like, no. but the, the, the pain flares and the symptoms are so muted. Yeah. People want to know. And honestly, that's what I am working with other people on is like yeah. discovering how they can ask those themselves, those questions, yeah. hold space for those, those parts of themselves that are really the, the parts that we resist, that we need to embrace the most yeah. to become this whole being. Right. Right. Yeah. I think that's beautiful to, that you help them to, that you hold space for them to tune into themselves and listen to what their body needs, what their spirit needs, what their soul is asking for. And what's so interesting is that I, in my work, I, I do actually kind of the same thing, but more in terms of business coaching. But I also think mm. that like this, like, yeah, because this is the same thing, right? You can do all the marketing strategies, but if it's not working, something else is going on. And what's that thing? Only, you know, I mean, I can give you another marketing strategy or a healing, but in the end, it's you who will know. So I always guide my clients into connecting to their soul's mission and into connecting with their the soul of their business. So it's, it's like so similar. And then again, um, like the, the business journey is part of the healing journey. Do you experience mm -hmm. it that way as well? Absolutely. And I noticed, so this is really interesting, but I think that you would be very much like aware of what I'm saying. So like, um, I started my business 
this is the second business I've had. The first business I had on my own was a clothing business. Right. And there was some, uh, I have a little bit of, um, I'd say PTSD that would come up because the business closed. It was like my dream business. So for me to start a business on my own, and I had had a business partner in the last business, so totally different than the healing space, yeah. but it was a creative business. Um, and it was a dream of mine to have my own clothing line. Um, I have a background in fashion. Mm. And after, you know, we had built up some success, it got to a point where the partnership wasn't working anymore. We wanted different things. And, and the healthiest choice was to just allow the business to dissolve. And that's what we chose. Yeah. But when that happened, I also got sick short after, and that is a connection that I've made. Mm -hmm. So as I've journeyed into creating a new business, I have had to go back and heal old wounds with that oh, nice. original business. Nice. And I've noticed, um, I, not that I was trying to recreate that, but I still was a little bit corded and energetically connected mm -hmm. to some mm -hmm. old wounding there. And I also was afraid to show up authentically as me on my own because I had this creative business partner before. And so what happened as I started this business, you and I met almost a year ago, I mm -hmm. was just starting yeah. um, coaching, you know, doing mm -hmm. this work. This was new for me. And I basically was on a pause for the first few months, just figuring it out, which I think is normal, you know, your first few months into a new industry, figuring out who you are, testing things out. But it wasn't until um, back in about March that I got to a place of just full on releasing the old and embracing that I don't have all the answers. I don't have all the business answers. I don't mm -hmm. have the perfect niche. I don't have the perfect website. I don't have the perfect elevator pitch. All I have is this. Yes. And I just started showing up as Melissa, but not even really Melissa, the essence of Melissa. Right. And my business changed like that. It's magic. This is what I tell my clients too. It's just people want more of your energy, not of your website, not of your nope. niche, nope. or not of anything of that. They want more of, of you basically. And how they oh, will come chills. to you. Yeah. yeah. They'll come to you. How can I get more of you? Like what, what, what are you offering? I want, I want a piece of that myself. So that is so yeah. interesting what you're saying because I've experienced the exact same thing. Isn't it amazing? Like, and that makes me so like joyful because normally, and I think a normal world, like people would even view us. I mean, our work is a little bit different, but they would view us as maybe like competition, but that makes my heart explode to know that you're having the same experience because people need yeah. your medicine. People need people that are authentic and conscious and also you know, very aware that what, like what I put out is truly authentic. It is not yeah. like, I still don't have a website. That is the honest truth. I yeah. still do not have a website. I ran a course very successfully doing very minimal understanding of technology. Um, I am working with amazing clients right now who they just appeared. Like people told me this would happen. And I was like, no, I do not know because when you and I met, that was my biggest block was that I was like, I don't think people will show up. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't yeah. showing up. I wasn't showing up as me. That was yeah. the block. 
Yeah, definitely. Because and we met during the Yes Supply course in Canada, which is mm -hmm. just all about NLP. And I found it was very, I learned so much there. But then again, Me after too. it, I had to let go of it too, to just find my mm -hmm. own way and let go of all the structures yes. and strategies we were, we were taught there. Yeah. That's exactly what I did. I did the exact yeah. same thing. Yeah. I had to let go of all of that. And I will yeah. say it's pretty exciting if, if you think about it to see that you and I are both on a similar path. I think, um, like, I would love to even hear more too, what, what you're, where, where you're going. But like, for me, I'm really dialed into, I just went through a breath work training, um, Beautiful. with David Elliott. Yeah. So that is amazing. Um, and I'm moving into another level of channel light healing. So getting close to that mm. master level, but yeah. I'm taking my time which yeah. is also something I never used to do. I used to be like, I have to have this now. I'm going to rush, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I need the other certification. And now I'm like, okay, I work with my intuition. I check in, yeah. like, is this for the greatest good? Yeah. Do I need this? Is this going to serve me? Is this going to serve my clients? And so breath work is for sure. Um, like to me, it's like the, it's very similar to meditation in the sense that it is accessible to all. I mean, I work with children as well. Like I'm trained in family and children yoga and children's yoga. And so for me, if I can get someone breathing, it's like a game changer. And yeah. I will say that that's typically what my clients use. I'll throw out so, you know, many tools for them to try. Um, but breath work has been a game changer. And then the next thing I'm moving into, aside from doing more energy healing, because I just kind of channel when I work with clients. I don't, yeah. you know, I don't spend a Me lot too. of, I don't, I don't really, um, what would I say? I don't really offer just one-off sessions anymore of like no. channeled light healing. I just integrate it into what I do. Right. It's like yeah. you get channeled, channeled sound baths or channeled breath work when you work with me. But yeah, I just don't, I, I just integrated. Yeah. If that makes sense. I yeah. Just and make it your own. But, um, exactly. It's like my own formula. Yeah. Um, but I am moving into, I'm really curious, maybe your intuition would have an answer because I know you're very intuitive. I mm. am looking, and you may have heard of this. I am looking into exploring because I personally, you know, we're using this, this terminology of like intuition and, and highest self and working with your, your own inner knowing. I um, am considering doing a training called inner voice training, where yeah. basically you work with, there's another coach who has created this methodology where it helps you work with your own inner voice. And I already do, but it would be a way for me to have a little bit more of a formula and a nice. methodology when I'm working with clients. Yeah. Um, and so that's where I'm, I'm headed is adding on to, you know, continuing, of course, my studies with breath work, I feel like that's a never ending pathway for me. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, energy healing, it's the same thing. It's just a channeled process. And you just, when you're ready for it, the upgrade comes. Um, yeah. But yeah, going into this inner voice, where I would use it already with my methodology, but where I would be able to guide clients to drop in while working with me and talk to that intuition within that inner knowing that we all have for some yeah. of us it's yeah. very natural but yeah. for a lot of people and like the clients that I have they're they're dealing with so many symptoms that they don't 
know how to do that. Yeah, there's so much going on that they can't hear their inner voice anymore. And what I like about what you're okay. saying is like this combination, because I, to me, like breathwork, it really has been very important for me to reconnect to my body. And then there is this mm -hmm. part of you like saying, I want to do the inner voice um, training which is really also mm -hmm. connecting to yourself. So what you're coming down to is all mm -hmm. the connecting to yourself, like you and yes. your clients. And that's the key. And I, I really mm -hmm. believe that because that is what makes you authentic. And like what we were just discussing, that is what attracts clients, being yourself, being your unique energy. Yes. And another thing I think is really important that I've realized too, and I can see my, my throat is like, I want to express this so badly because um, mm. what happens, like, I don't know if you noticed that, like if, if it's something, it's like, I need to speak this truth. Like my throat chakra will start like clenching up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I really need to say this. Um, what I've been discovering the past few months is that ultimately I thought that this story I had about myself and what I see clients have all this all, all over you know, the place is that they're not worthy or they don't, they don't feel like they're good enough, Ooh. but really what it's coming down to is that embodiment piece and not feeling safe, not feeling safe because something happened, whether it was when they were younger, past life, and they are protecting themselves with symptoms, with whatever's coming up in their lives and they've gone around thinking like myself that they had this in yoga, we call it a samskara, like this story we tell ourselves about right. ourselves, right? This lie. And there's like multiple ones. We all have probably multiple, but most of my clients would show up, including myself. That's, we kind of mirror each other. You know, it's like the, I'm not good enough. I'm not valuable. I don't yeah. value myself. But really what it's coming down to is that we're so much disconnected from the body we basically mm. escaped the mm -hmm. body mm -hmm. and we're living probably too much in the thoughts with anxiety or depression yeah. not breathing not embodied at all and we just don't feel safe right right and that's also where your pelvic floor uh, pain ties yep. in right yeah oh absolutely that yeah. was it I mean, that's your, your, your root and your sacral chakra, the lower energy systems. And it, that would be like a whole other conversation that I could get into, but I do work with that. And I can see when I work with people where they're holding, you know, their physical stuff, like right now, um, I didn't sleep well last night. I had insomnia and I have a lot of stuff going on in my neck. And instead of freaking out, like I used to many years ago, like, oh my gosh, I have another thing. Now I'm like, I actually lay my hands on my body and I encourage anyone who's listening that you can choose to do this too. Like you can actually just kind of close your eyes, imagine that you are connecting to light. I always like to imagine like mm. light about 300 feet above. You can think about the sun or pure source energy just coming in, breathing for a few breaths, you know, just breathing natural conscious breath. You don't even have to do a breath practice, but just getting yourself to consciously breathe and then placing your hands wherever you're feeling that clench or that tightness. And then I start to ask my body questions. So like I've been asking my neck and it gives me answers. Your body does not lie. It will give you the information. You just have to kind of get yourself feeling safe enough yeah. to listen. So what, so what I would really you ask? Okay. So like, okay, I would, you know, obviously you want to be in a safe space, right. 
um, a space where you can kind of sit and breathe. I mean, you can even like hold yourself for a few moments and then like my neck has been hurting. So placing my hands on my neck, just kind of imagining that my hands, cause your hands, um, your palms are like connected to your heart chakra. Yeah, so there's yeah. some really beautiful chakras. So it's basically like putting heart energy on your pain, right? If you beautiful. could even just imagine like yeah. the language of your, your soul is the imagination. So like mm -hmm. just use your imagination, be a, be a kid. It's okay. Um, and then I would ask my body, I would say something like, okay, Nick, what, what are you trying to get my attention about? How can I, you know, I'm going to turn up this pain a little bit because you're trying to get my attention about something. So what is it that you need to communicate? And most of the time, what for me is that I'm not digesting an emotion. Right. which led to all my gut issues. Right. I don't give myself permission all the time to just allow myself to feel my feelings and then move forward. Right. And so my body has these patterns still that it will hold in, it will clench. And guess what? You guys, if you could even just like clench like this for a few minutes, what if you were like that all day long? Yeah, that, that starts like, hurting. Oh my gosh, it starts hurting. So my yeah. body is just, I mean, I asked it at 3 a.m. when I was awake and it was just telling me I'm overthinking. It's telling me I'm just holding too much in because we were contemplating this move. I'm thinking about my daughters, you know, I'm holding other people's energy. And so I have to start working on clearing energy from other people, blessing other people, yeah. trusting that all is well and that my body can start to relax and feel safe. So I'll do things like that. I, I do trauma holds where I'll hold my forehead and my heart or forehead and the back of my neck. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah, that's really important. So my throat's clinking up again, but it's really important to know that when you have physical pain, that your body really truly is communicating and it is your friend and it is not um to me i just ran from it you know i was so ashamed of like pain having pain or admitting pain i felt it was like defeat and now i'm like oh my gosh not that i want to have pain but i'm like okay when i have it i just thank it i talk yeah. to myself yeah. in such a different yeah. way like you would talk to a child yeah that that's also a part of my practice is that I really do try to get people to work with their inner child, their shadow self, and then giving them tools where they can do like what I just showed you, where they can learn to talk to their body. They don't need me. No. You know, they have the information, but you need to get to a place where you're open enough to receive that information. Yeah. Yeah, because in the end, it's just a part of you that wants to be seen, that has a message for mm -hmm. you, and you have to make space for it. And then, so mm -hmm. that it can go away or move on or feels seen and listened mm -hmm. to. Mm -hmm. And this is also like you, what you're talking about, the feeling safe. That's where the rooting comes from, what you're all about. Like your, yes. your business name is Rooted with Melissa. So that is yes. all about feeling safe, right? It is. It is all about feeling safe it started because of the physical pain. So definitely yeah. if you, you know, the conscious mind wants something to latch onto. So like, let's give it to the conscious mind and the physical body something. Yes. Yeah. It's all about getting yourself rooted. And if you think about a tree, I always, I love trees and mm. I think about the trees in my backyard. I have these beautiful oak trees. And if you think about a tree and 
the deep roots that it grows and how it's connected to mama earth. But at the same time, the branches are rising up to the light. That's how I like to view the whole energetic body. Um, as if we can connect to the earth and be grounded, but at the same time connected to the light, you know, I can even like now thinking about it, I want to like, you know, my spine wants to grow and I feel expansive because what happens is when we're not connected in both places, we get all these funky doodle things going on. And, um, that's why I believe in rooting. I mean, and there's obviously like some other things about actually being in nature and what grounding can do and your root chakra. Um, you know, there's so much that more than just, you know, connect to the light, connect to the the earth. There's a lot more to rooted than that, but that is like the, you know, the gist of it is yeah, yeah. feeling safe, feeling safe, safe and supported, safe and supported. Yeah. Supported is a big thing. Yeah. Yes. Those are the root. Yeah. You have to have the root and the light to anchor you to feel safe and supported. Yeah. Yeah. And in that support yourself, but I think also being able to receive support from others, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a big thing. Being able to say, I need some nourishing support right now. Yeah. I, you know, I, I talk about being the ultimate healer like yourself, but it is absolutely okay to also have people to support you. It's, it's, um, really important. Like I have people who support me. I don't do everything myself. I love going to a yoga class and having a yoga teacher or or working with another coach or, you know, having friends who can support me. I am definitely not the let's go just be on an island and heal ourselves. No, I am all for support, 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 and then checking in with it too. Um, Because support kind of like we said at the beginning, like Mm -hmm. with me, it's like, you can be with me. Maybe I'm just a little bit of a guide for a short period on your path, or maybe we walk together a little bit longer, or you take a side trail and you need someone else. You need another teacher. Yeah. Amen. Like, that's wonderful. Like maybe my clients then would, after working with me and healing certain things, they would need someone like you, right? Like they're in a next step and they, they need another teacher to help support them and guide them. Yeah. And, um, I true, I truly believe a part of the rooting process is acknowledging that you can't do it alone because that is also, even though I had this like guru mentality of someone fixing me, I also didn't ask for enough support and help. Right. Right. And that's where you tie it's really in now for, for your clients, right? Because now you're the person mm-hmm. who's offering support for in their healing process. Can you talk a little bit more about that? How people can like mm-hmm. can find out more about you and how sure. you are supporting them in their healing process? Awesome. Thank you. Yes. Okay. So as Sheryl mentioned, my um, Instagram, you can find me on Instagram because I still do not have a functioning website, mm-hmm. is at rooted, rooted with Melissa. Um, currently I'm about to start taking on some more clients. I took a pause for August. Um, but I have one offering right now. It's called the rooted soul. And it's a six phase process where we go through very similar to what we talked about. Um, I like to call it like the whole shebang of all my gifts that I put together and have gone through the process myself. And I'm actually working with clients right now doing it, but we start with just 
finding out where you're at in the first mm -hmm. session, um, where you want to go, where, what pathway are you, you know, sh wanting to shine a light on. Mm -hmm. And we'll typically do um, a pretty good intake so that I understand your symptoms that you're having, what your patterns and stories are. So I have this like guide to see where we need to move. And then of course, like I said before, I kind of channel and intuitively can see what information I'm getting. Um, and then I'll usually end with some form of like breath work or hypnosis in that first session, just to kind of get a person familiar with my yeah. techniques. Most of my clients have either been following me on Instagram for a while or possibly a yoga client of mine when yoga studios were happening back, mm -hmm. you know, back, back in the before, old days, um, <laughs> back in the olden days when we used to go to yoga studios. Um, see, you got to keep it light. Humor is such an important part of healing. Mm -hmm. You got to... I like to make, I like to joke because I do, I think it, it keeps me out of, I used to be very, very serious, which the arthritis is like a part of that, you know, it's yeah. like, I always was so serious. So, oh, so like perfectionist. I had to have it all right. You know, and now oh, it's right. like, yeah. Can even um, almost feel it. Oh yeah. Feel it. Right. You yeah, can yeah, totally yeah, feel yeah. it. So, um, the, the root is the first phase. And then I take you through a six phase process, um, where we, go step-by-step step and we use hypnosis and neuro-linguistic programming. We use breath work, um, creative expression, and it really is customized. Yes, there's a template form in the sense that it's six, six phases, but I offer options of, okay, let's see what your nervous system feels comfortable doing yeah. for this, this mind-body-soul experiment. Because really what we're trying to do is work with the four pillars, the physical body. So some people do represent with pain. Some people represent with um, mental, like I said, mental health mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. and having had years of anxiety. I'm very, very familiar with that. So we look at the physical, the mental, the emotional body, and then the spiritual body and moving you towards your most authentic self. And that takes like the few phases after that first kind of intake of where you're at, we look at your inner child. We do some inner child healing. Mm -hmm. We look at your shadow self. A lot of my clients aren't familiar with what that terminology even means. Mm -hmm. um, and we also do mirror work is a big thing I use. If you're familiar with mirror work and yeah, just look, yeah. being able to look at yourself in the mirror yeah. and how you're speaking to yourself. Um, there's always some form of creative expression, whether it's chanting or dancing or painting. I kind of work with my client to figure out like, what did you like doing when you were a kid? Like, let's find out what brings you some joy, bring some joy back in. Um, mm. There's always energy healing. And then we go either options are, like I said, nervous system, like three months, four months or six months. And then I just, again, work with people's intuitions. And if we take a pivot, like it's okay if it ends up six phase session is only six sessions, but there's so much work in between. Yeah. And things that I offer them that like my clients get to, sometimes they get to a point where they're like, I want to just take a pause for a moment because you're, you're giving me so much to work with. I give them meditation. I give them journal prompts. I give them breath work assignments. And I also love Kundalini, which I didn't mention. Ooh, so yeah. I use a lot of Kundalini, um, either mantra meditation or Kriyas. Mm -hmm. So like right now, for example, one of my clients has anxiety and I know there, you know, I've done this work myself. So it's like, I'm having her work with an anxiety Kriya or another one is working on a very specific meditation for what she has going on, yeah, yeah. et cetera. And so it's like, I customize this process and the whole 
the whole point of it is to be able to give my clients these tools and have them again decide at a certain point what works for them, what doesn't. And then after the six phases, since this is my newest offering, what I'm moving into is after you work with me and you're like, okay, I did the six phases, but I still feel like I need some support. I'm going to start offering what I call like rooted soul support where Mm -hmm. people can just buy like a little block of my time. And whether it's just, they need someone again to just talk to or Hey, Melissa, I really loved having you customize hypnosis for me, or I really would like a breathwork session, or I just need to be held accountable for all these things I learned with you. And so that is going to be added on eventually. But since this is like, I just started this in July, um, I haven't run the course of, you know, taking my clients through the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And then the last thing. So after, you know, if you don't, oops, Oh, there you are. Uh Uh-oh. There you go. Um, My battery. Um, After um, this month, I am going to come back on. I offer free um, breathwork and healing sessions online on my IGTV. I was doing them quite frequently in the spring, and then I had to take a pause. Sometimes we need to, you know, kind of turn back in and recalibrate and see, but I love offering free healings, um, to people who just, you know, maybe they don't have, um, you know, time or money. Those, those are big time energy things right there for a lot of people, or they're not ready to invest and Mm -hmm. work with the healer. So I like to just support my community, whether you're five or 95, you can hop on. Um, I was doing them on Tuesday nights. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what I'm going to be doing for September, but I will be offering, um, sound healing and breath work once a week for the month of September. So if anyone is interested, you can just go to Rooted with Melissa. I post about it and um, it'll give you a taste of the breath work. I typically do different breath work practices, but I will most likely be focusing on what I trained with David and that's the two-part pranayama breath practice. I don't know if you're familiar with it. Yeah, show. yeah, yeah. I'm familiar with, with his technique. I really like it. Oh, I you think are. It's, okay. Yeah, yeah, I think it's it's more, to me, it's more accessible than connected connected breathing, even though mm-hmm. I think they both are very powerful. Right. Yeah, it's a very, for me, the reason why I love that practice, and everybody has their own experience, but Again, it is, it's a very much an embodied experience for me. It gets me out of my thinking mind. That first five minutes is your masculine side, just wanting to effort, 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 think. But once you get that oxygen flowing, you move into the feminine side at about like five to seven minutes, and then it opens you up and you can see where you're holding, connect with your heart, connect with spirit. Um, and that to me is something I've never found in another breath practice. No. And trust me, I have tried like everything. So, <laughs> uh, that is why I got trained in that specific, um, yeah. technique. Um, even though, you know, in yoga training, you go through, you know, learning all sorts of mm-hmm. different pranayama mm-hmm. practices, but this one specifically, I felt really called to. So I love yeah. that you've, you've practiced and you're familiar yeah. with his work. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's beautiful. So people can find all about this on Instagram at Rooted with Melissa. And of course, I will put your Instagram handle below the video so people Thank can you. quickly find you and book a session or book whatever or tune into your yep. free uh, sessions in yes. September. That would be awesome. 
So thank you, Melissa, for being with us and talking thank to us and you. sharing your magic with us. It was so such a pleasure to have you here. Thank you. What an honor. What an honor. I love, love chatting with you. Thank you so much. And thanks mm. for um, just asking me on. I just, oh my gosh, my heart is so full. So thank you. Thank you. Heb je na het horen van dit interview zoiets van, hey, maar ik wil ook mensen helpen met waar ik goed in ben. Mijn inner medicine ontdekken, dat delen met de wereld en er geld mee verdienen. Ja, dat snap ik. En daarom creëerde ik het Medicine Mentorship. Dat is een één op één online mentorship waarin ik je help om jouw inner medicine naar buiten te brengen en daarmee een inkomen te creëren. Klinkt goed? Ga dan naar www.rememberthelight.com en boek een gratis lightworking session. Dan kijken we daar samen even of het mentorship iets voor jou is op dit moment. Of het bij je past. En hebben we gewoon even gezellig een gesprekje daarover. Dus dan kun je kijken, naar, kun je kijken op www.rememberthelight.com. En daar kun je dus een gratis lightworking session boeken.